0: Welcome, listeners, to the world of weird and obscure sports. Join me and Connor as we prepare to bunt for a touchdown. Hi, MJ. Hello, Connor. How are you doing?
1: Good. I'm excited to talk about this first sport with you. Yeah? It's a little near and dear to my heart because I, I, full disclosure, I am a participant in this sport.
0: Oh, my goodness. You're a participant?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, An athlete, if you would. Um... But the first sport we're going to be talking about is axe throwing.
0: Axe throwing.
1: So what do you think axe throwing involves?
0: So, if I picture what axe throwing is, it's definitely Vikings. It's kind of like it's kind of like tossing cabers, right? From the olden days like the Scottish games. And so you're just trying you're trying to get it as far as you can. That's what we're going to go with. You like you get points for distance.
1: Okay, I'm why does everyone because it's not just you, but everyone seems to associate axe throwing with Vikings. I just don't know like how that kind of became like the only one. Like yeah, axes had Vikings, but so did every other civilization.
0: Axes had Vikings?
1: Vikings had axes.
0: <laughs> well, why don't you tell me where axe throwing in fact comes from? But after you tell me what it is.
1: Yeah, so you weren't too far off. Uh, it was
0: vikings throwing things as far as they can
1: no it was actually (laughs) uh loggers (laughs) so apparently essentially what this the sport is you throw an axe at a target try to score higher than your opponent we'll get more in depth with the rules later on
0: so you throw an axe at a target and you get points on the target
1: yes okay double checking but first the history
0: tell me how this sport came to be
1: so axe throwing mm-hmm. has potential origins in the logging camps of the northern parts of the United States and Canada. Okay. It was common for lumberjacks to prove to be the best at their job.
0: Right. They wanted to be the biggest and best and most awesome.
1: Exactly. So they would participate in all, all manner of, of games.
0: So they would participate in the logging games?
1: It, it, yeah, they would. That's where logging games came from, were these games that lumberjacks would play. And I love just, it. These kind of games included log rolling, uh, tree slash pole climbing, sawing. What? What? Sawing. Oh, the b- sawing. Yeah, I bee- heard sawn. Oh. No. And I was
0: like, what is that?
1: Uh, chopping and axe throwing.
0: Okay. So this sounds like all games that Vikings would play.
1: I didn't research Vikings games. <laughs> 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 I, can't, I can't specify on that. Uh, to keep traditions of this type of lifestyle alive, several forms of logger sports became popular in the mid to late 20th century that emulated the types of games and activities lumberjacks would participate in with the first Lumberjack World Championships being held in 1960 in Hayward, Wisconsin.
0: Wait, so the logging games are a real thing?
1: Oh, yeah. This might be something we cover in a later episode.
0: But... Oh, I was making a joke.
1: <laughs> no, there there are actual logger sports and logging sport competitions
0: i did not know that
1: uh other events include the the steel timber sports series woodsman days in new york and woodsman collegiate competitions
0: so the woodsman days in new york sounds like the days of our lives for (laughs)
1: loggers i would love that a lumberjack (laughs) soap opera yes Uh, since then, axe-throwing events had started popping up all around North America and Europe with sport axe-throwing getting started in 2001 uh, in Europe. I believe there was a German pseudo-league that started out over there, but it didn't really take off. But these were mostly done alongside other events or one-off occurrences. There wasn't really a sport in and of itself. It was just kind of an event. And it wasn't until 2006 when the first dedicated axe-throwing venture was established and the sport of axe-throwing began.
0: Wait, a dedicated axe-throwing venture? Yes. What do you mean by that?
1: Venture. So, like, it was a bunch of people that just got together, like, we're going to make this a sport.
0: Okay, so now we've reached the first time that people were like, all right, axe-throwing, axe-throwing itself, it's going to be a thing. Exactly. Okay.
1: And the first organized regular competition for specifically axe-throwing Came about in some dude's backyard.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> that dude was Matt Wilson.
0: Matt Wilson, the dude. Uh, in
1: 2006, founded the Backyard Axe Throwing League, or BATTLE.
0: No, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so we have our first battle.
1: <laughs> we have our first first battle with axes <laughs> uh, in Toronto, Canada. Okay. That's, that's that's the beginning of this whole shebang. Uh, and that's where it stayed for the first five years. <laughs> for
0: five years. Wait, so after five years, he got enough people into it that they were like, let's move this from your backyard, dude. Like, yeah. I'm tired of driving across town.
1: I mean, it's probable that other axe throwing places started popping up, mm-hmm. but the uh, sport as itself like has its origins, and this is where it happened.
0: In Matt's backyard. In Matt's
1: backyard. And then in 2011, Battle became the first venue in the world to be dedicated to the sport of axe throwing. And it quickly grew in Canada and then made its way to the U.S.
0: Wait, okay, so Battle was the first venue for Mm -hmm. it? So, like, he made, like, a venue or was it still just his backyard?
1: He made a venue. Like, he, like, I think he found uh, some kind of old warehouse or just a large enough space where he could set up throwing lanes. And so he founded the first one in 2011. Uh, And then the early 2010s it started to spread out a little more, Mm -hmm. Uh, quickly became popular in Canada and then made its way down south into the US uh, and more and more axe throwing venues and bars began popping up all over.
0: Wait, so this only like really started in like 2010, like when it started like actually becoming a thing?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a pretty recent sport. That's
0: so recent.
1: A bunch of these venue owners decided to organize, and mm-hmm. in 2016, so this is only, what, like six years ago, uh, the International Axe-Throwing Vet- Federation, or IATF, started with Matt Wilson. Another Matt? Nope, same Matt. Same Matt. Same I same forgot his last name. guy that started this whole boulder rolling.
0: I forgot his last name. Matt Wilson, Mr. Two First Names.
1: <laughs> uh, took the helm as commissioner of the IATF. The IETF was established to uh, lead a positive and supportive competitor-friendly community, legitimize and promote axe-throwing culture, and enforce clear rules and standards for the sport. These are
0: a lot of buzzwords.
1: (laughs) That is their mission. Okay. However. However. IATF wasn't the only league. Oh to come through in 2017 representatives from canada mm-hmm. the united states of america mm-hmm. brazil okay and ireland came together to form the world axe throwing league
0: okay i'm gonna pause you again why brazil
1: because why not
0: because it's the only one that seems odd out of that entire collection Okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Brazil had an axe-throwing venue and uh, was part of the initial talks. They were, I, they were at the table.
0: I want to know how that started in Brazil.
1: Well, I mean, axe-throwing just as a, uh activity began to become popular in the early 2010s. And so a lot of bars and axe-throwing venues and bars would just start popping up. And uh, I guess some guy took it to Brazil and oh. opened one there.
0: Oh, all right. Well then, curiosity satiated.
1: I I did not research do a lot of research into individual venues.
0: I just uh, want to know about Brazil
1: because there are a lot of them.
0: <laughs> that's you know that's fair.
1: Founded by Mario Zelaya, the World Axe Throwing League set out to establish communication between the axe throwing clubs and create a forum for all axe throwing venues to standardize official rules, reach a level of harmony and legitimize axe throwing as a professional sport
0: oh so is that the difference between the first one and the second one is that the first one wanted to legitimize it as a sport and now we're trying to legitimize it as a professional sport
1: it might be that's just what they've written on their websites uh-
0: <laughs> so they're just trying to like one up is what i'm hearing these
1: are the two biggest axe throwing leagues uh out there they're both international they're both you know have hundreds of and thousands of throwers to their name Hmm. um they're just, the, they're just like the two first ones to come about and, and had the most growth. Uh, I think overall their goals are the same. They, mm. They're just going about it in different directions.
0: Okay. Tell me about how they're going about it.
1: Both Waddle and mm-hmm. IATF. See, that's the other thing. IATF is too hard. Waddle's easier to say World Axe Throwing League or Waddle. Perfect. W A T L. Uh, like both, a duck. Like a duck. Like a duck both waddle and iatf are headed by a commissioner as stated before matt wilson currently holds that title for the iatf uh mario currently uh stepped down mario yeah mario go ahead mario zelaya was the founding commissioner of watl or waddle gotcha but he recently stepped down in 2021 and uh, Mike Morton will be heading up Waddle for 2022 and beyond.
0: And beyond! As
1: of this recording. Uh, Waddle also has a council made up of throwers, venue owners, and members of the community who volunteer their time to make decisions that will hopefully benefit the sport and those that participate in it.
0: The Waddle Council. The
1: Waddle Council. A governing body of axe throwers and venues. and
0: So we have the commissioner of Waddle... Mm-hmm. and then we have the council of waddle and saying waddle behind those two just makes it sound so silly
1: yeah it's, um, a, it's a funny name
0: yes like you think like the council of axe Thrower, like that sounds terrifying and then it's like waddle
1: <laughs> yeah council of axe throwers that's a cool name council of waddle doesn't have the same punch to it no
0: yeah. <laughs> no it, doesn't. it sounds adorable though
1: it does sound adorable but yeah so like the the council is mostly just it's made up of a, like select venue owners you know probably the ones with the initial talks uh but also they also have a head judge mm-hmm. uh the uh you know the director and and stuff like that mm-hmm. commissioner they they decide you know what uh rules are going to be established what uh events are going to come up you know they 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 hold you know special events and whatnot and mm-hmm. choose which tournaments are going to be sanctioned and what aren't. Mm-hmm.
0: So they have sanctioned tournaments.
1: There are, there are sanctioned tournaments.
0: Mm-hmm. Was there, like, a first instance of, like, someone had a tournament and they were like, uh-uh, not about that?
1: Well, I'm sure, like, initially there were a lot of just, like, local leagues and, and whatnot. They were just, you know, kept in-house and not really spread out. That's probably why it took so long for things to actually, like, get off the ground for axe-throwing places to—for the sport to come about was because— they uh, they were all just kind of doing their own thing and had their own rules, and a bunch of them just kind of got together and decided, like, let's organize.
0: What I'm imagining happening is there's a bunch of places where people throw axes, and then waddle waddles up, and...
1: <laughs> just waddling up. <laughs>
0: they waddle up, <laughs> and they, like, pick up the phone, and they're like, hey, I hear you throw axes. Would you like to be part of our league? And they're like, what, why, what?
1: Did Waddle go out and, like... (laughs)
0: <laughs> did waddle waddle out there did waddle
1: waddle out there like you know like mobster styles like hey nice axe throwing venue you got here you should yep. join our league be a real shame if, you did.
0: if something happened if uh if all of a sudden your place was destroyed by a bunch of axes that'd be a real shame huh
1: real fire hazard with all these wooden targets <laughs> uh-huh
0: yep that's exactly what i'm picturing now that's i'm picturing some mobster ducks with axes
1: mobster ducks oh my with
0: God. axes like Paul Bunyan style. So, like, they have plaid shirts over their feathers.
1: The Lumber Ducks.
0: The Lumber Ducks, yes. <laughs> oh my God. How is that not a team name?
1: Across <clears throat> the two leagues, uh, IATF and Waddle. Mm-hmm. The Lumber Ducks. Uh, the Lumber Ducks. <laughs> the sport of axe throwing has grown to incorporate over 400 axe-throwing venues, and approximately 10,000 throwers. Oh, shit. It's hard to get an exact number on that because there's a lot of crossover between them. People like throwing axes, so they will join both leagues.
0: Mm, okay, so it's like how drivers for Lyft and Uber do both a exactly. lot of times. Okay. Okay.
1: The sport of axe-throwing has grown beyond the borders of North America, and now there exists at least one axe-throwing venue on every continent.
0: Oh my god, even- Except
1: Antarctica. Damn it,
0: I was gonna ask that. <laughs> I was gonna say it. I was gonna be a smart butt. So
1: hey, you know, uh, untapped territory over there, you know, just set up a axe-throwing venue in, in Antarctica.
0: Let's there you go. Make it,
1: let's really get this thing global. Uh, I just want to point out like a few ones that are like kind of the only ones on this continent, but uh, on er- this continent or on certain continents. Sorry, <laughs> Urban Axe Pack in Johannesburg, South Africa. Cool. It is affiliated with Wattle. Uh, that's the only one in Africa. Oh, the entire continent of Africa. That's... Africa's so big. I know. So the sport of axe throwing uh, currently. Has grown so much over the last few years that the World Axe Throwing Championships are now broadcasted on ESPN.
0: Oh my goodness. So it's truly a sport.
1: It's truly a sport. If ESPN is, is uh, showing it, it's definitely a sport. But that's where axe throwing is right now. And uh, it's funny watching uh, people tweet about the World Axe Throwing Championships.
0: Tell me about some of these tweets.
1: Well, they, they're definitely like show some mixed reviews, too.
0: Mixed reviews. Oh my goodness. Please tell me you have some tweets.
1: I got him. I okay. got him pulled up. We're All good. Right. So this one reads I don't get this whole indoor axe throwing rage that's going on. It seems like paying to combine alcohol and throwing axes is a recipe for disaster.
0: Wait, at, so is is he just upset about the indoor aspect of it?
1: I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, he goes on to say, at least do it out in the woods for free like we did as kids, followed by the occasional trip to the ER. That's that's I, how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, alcohol in children is a problem in the first place, but like, why are you handing sharp objects to
1: children? It seems like he really did not care for the indoor aspect of it.
0: Th- that seems to be the issue, yeah. He <laughs> was like, what is this indoor nonsense? We went outside with alcohol and sharp <laughs> objects and rolled around <laughs> in the grass and threw things.
1: Uh, this person tweets watching the axe throwing championship, they're hitting the bullseye consistently with a bunch of mind blown emojis. Bah, bah, bah it is incredible watching them do that
0: yeah to watch them hit one spot a lot
1: this one is a found professional axe throwing on telly and there's just a picture of ron swanson
0: ron swanson
1: (laughs) yeah with the american flag
0: yes
1: (laughs) this guy says espn2 on sundays be having the best fake sports on it like axe throwing
0: (laughs) yeah so these so axe throwing is now a fake sport fake sport fake sport
1: uh this person is it just me or does axe throwing just not sound fun at all
0: it sounds amazing how dare this person <laughs> how dare they all right so we've got some some fun tweet reviews that of people being confused about axe throwing particularly indoor axe throwing
1: yeah it's not just that like i've i've seen other ones where uh people complain that it's not uh good enough like it what do you
0: It's like these,
1: like this is too easy of a sport. Like I can't believe they're showing this crap. Like it's, it's. I can tell you from experience, it's not that easy.
0: Tell me about your experience.
1: Well, I mean, it's it's easy to start and it's easy to kind of like you know get it so the axe can stick a lot of time. It is hard to. What do you mean stick? Yeah, stick into the target. Okay. So it doesn't fall out on the ground, scatter.
0: And scatter axes (laughs) scatter?
1: They can. I've I've seen axes like bounce back and
0: so boomerang kind
1: of boomerang axes yeah
0: boomerang axes yes
1: (laughs) uh but it's hard to get to a a point where you can actually like get a good score consistently
0: Mm -hmm. that's where that's where you're hitting the bullseye every time right
1: yeah i mean ideally you want to hit the bullseye every time every single time every single time well maybe not every time but we'll talk about that later
0: oh my goodness
1: So that is uh, that's the history of axe throwing as it is right now. It's it's a new sport again, only really started about 5 or 6 years ago professionally.
0: 6 years ago in 2016, which was 6 years ago. Oh my god.
1: It's not that long ago. We're not that old.
0: The the passage of time is just surprising to me at this point.
1: <laughs> so what are your what are your thoughts, MJ, on the sport?
0: Well, um, so it seemed like I was semi-close. Um, it is seems to be less about strength and more about accuracy because, like, targets. Um, and it's not just checking it as far as it would go. Um, I learned about um, the Duck Council. Um, <laughs> I learned about Matt, Matt, Matt Williams, Mr. Two First Names. Matt um, Wilson. Matt Wilson. And, uh, and I learned about this wonderful history of this great sport.
1: Join us next week where we get into the actual rules and how to play the game and win.
0: And win.
1: Thank you all for joining us. Uh, My name's Connor. That's MJ. Hello. See you next week.
0: And now I'm picturing lumberjack ducks.
1: lumber ducks yeah
0: the lumber ducks i was (laughs) trying to think of our name that we came up with for them but yes lumber ducks (laughs) this podcast is produced by mj creative an art cooperative dedicated to the idea that niche skills should be encouraged and explored our artists range from body painters to wood carvers to the hosts of this lovely podcast To find out more about MJ Creative and our artists, visit mjcreativecoop.com. That's M as in Mary, J as in John, C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-C-O-O-P dot C-O-M.